Hey friends, Ashton Gustafsson here, and welcome back to another episode of Good, True, and Beautiful. I hope you and yours are doing well. We are joined by a, uh, can I say dear friend if we've never met in person? Yes. I think I can. Yeah, yes, I, I can. So. My sister yeah. from another mister, <laughs> always leaning in to what's good, true, and beautiful. We've had her on before, so you may recognize the voice. Morgan Harper Nichols, um, an amazing soul. Uh, putting beautiful creativity into the world, a poet, a musician, uh, a mystic, uh, you name it. She's everything we are all here longing to be, and uh, she's been a great teacher for me and so many of us. She's got a new book that's in the world, and so she's back. Morgan, welcome back. Well, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be back. It really is. Well, I... uh, Love having you here. You know, we were talking just before we hit record here, and uh, you've been up since 3 a.m. <laughs> I have. I have. It's it's the life. <laughs> it's the life. So you, you have a new human with you since we last yes. spoke. How's that going? Yes. Yeah, he's eight months, and um, yeah, he's just kind of on his own schedule, so we just roll with it, and yeah, my husband's great at going back to sleep when he wakes up. I'm not, so I was like, you know, I... I was like, instead of just lying here in bed, scrolling through Pinterest, maybe I should get up and try to write. So, so now it's become like my, yeah, like my morning routine. And it's, it's like strangely nice. It's like the world is really quiet Mm -hmm. because, you know, I'm on the West coast. So, you know, 3am is still 6am on the East coast. So, you know, if I, if I wake up at, you know, if I start my day at seven, like, you know, East coast is already on their way to lunch almost. So it's nice to have like that little window of time of like, oh, there's like no emails coming in. Like there's just silence and an empty page. And yeah, it's kind of nice. Kind of like it. it. I love it. <laughs> so now most people, they, they put a book into the world and then they uh, they take a breather, you know? Maybe they, they take a little <laughs> season of rest. You throw a book into the world and just a couple days later you go, it's time to start the next one. <laughs> Yes, I literally had one one week, seven days wow. before I started the next book. Wow! And did it I'm come to like, you, or was this pre-planned? It was. It was like a mixture. It was talked about, and then I was just like, ah, I feel like it's coming up. You know, that deadline's coming up soon. I should probably check on that. Hmm. And then I looked it up. I was like, oh yeah, that's a lot sooner than I thought. Um, I guess I need to get to work. Wow! Wow! Gonna be similar <laughs> format or different? Oh, a little different yeah. uh, poetry and art, and also um, I've been I've been writing some essays. Okay, and it's been an interesting thing because I I I was like I don't really feel qualified to share this. Like uh. I don't I don't really like I'm like I read essays all the time. I love them, but I was like I don't really feel like kind of the same stuff that I went through with poetry. I'm mm-hmm. like I don't feel qualified, equipped, you know, all that stuff. So yeah, I'm going a little bit longer form. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of see what happens with that. So yeah, it's good to have that time where I'm like really focused because it's it's kind of new and I'm having to be a lot more because um, at poetry, I, I'll just kind of like, like I literally will write poetry sort of like oftentimes as like a mindfulness practice. Just flows. And just, yeah. And just yeah. like line by line. And I'm like, just edit later. And like, those are just two totally different processes. Um and yeah, but with, you know, essay writing, you know, there's more outline and things like that. So what I'm kind of trying to learn, teach myself how to do now is just sort of like build a frame and then go wild within it. And 
so that's kind of where I am right now. So it's like I'll build the outline and then it's like, okay, now it's time to like get poetic. <laughs> so so yeah, it. it's keyword learning. I'm yes. I'm still learning how to yes. do this. Yeah. <laughs> in your question, in your creative process, do you like I find myself getting a little fixated on a new something, a new skill, something I haven't quite yet mastered. Um, and then shifting, uh, once I've kind of, I mean, I don't think we ever fully master whatever we're doing, but like once I've kind of learned the romance of something, you know, it's like, I need to find another thing. Have, is that kind of similar for you? Yes. Yes. (laughs) That is me. That is me all the way. So yeah, I'm in that, I'm in that space right now. Um, and it's interesting because I'm in that space of poetry and, you know, with my, with my artwork, I mean, with my poetry, I also incorporate artwork. And for the past few years, my artwork has been primarily digital and mm-hmm. I've been finding myself like just getting into so much, like just overthinking when I'm creating now. So I went to the craft store and bought one of those like painter one-on-one kits that yes. have like, a little bit of everything in it. Yes. And have one right I'm next just... to my feet right now. Nice. <laughs> yes. And I've just started like painting again. Like I haven't done that in years. And I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, like this is kind of fun. So, so yeah, I'm doing that too. Um, <laughs> just like trying to mix it up and, and yeah, it's so interesting. Cause like when I look at a lot of this stuff and it's like, I feel like I'm just honestly like, creating my way back to when I was six years old bingo and that's that's really all it is like I go all the all the way around the bend and then I get back to the stuff that like I love to do just you know mindlessly all the time as a kid so one of my I had a I did this like uh uh open mic musicals I don't even know what it was one night but I did this like 15 minute rant and 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 the title of it was something along along the lines of they took your crayons, but you actually never lost them. Oh, and, and it was just yes. this idea of like, hey, you thought that thing was gone, but it's actually, it's actually <sighs> always been available. Wow, um, I just got chills. I'm, <laughs> I'm living for that. That yeah. is, <laughs> yeah. yeah, wow. Well, then maybe we should that. like just co-host that event again one day. Yes. that's what we should do. I'll Sign come your way. Yes. Yes. Crayons. Let's just go there. It, oh, I'm all about it. That's exactly. We have no agenda <laughs> other than really let's fun. see where that sentence takes us. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Well, listen, we do have an agenda here today. We need to we need to chat through this beautiful work you've put in the world all along <laughs> you were blooming. Um, so I know a lot of people are probably familiar with your presence on Instagram. Um, at least that was my doorway to your work in the world. Um, but this was kind of new. This was a physical book in the world. And I think you kind of took a lot of that style and and put it onto pages. Am I, am I reading that right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, and I was just going to say, tell me, tell me where this all along you were blooming came from, because I love your nature tones that you're constantly speaking through, uh, Mm. of seasons of weather, of geography, uh, really are beautiful metaphors for the soul. And just wanted to kind of hear this yeah. all along you were blooming, kind of where, where where that came to you. Yes. So the title of the book was actually written. So I am, um, so what I, I'll just, you know, kind of do a little quick recap. So like I, I write poetry and make art inspired by people's stories. So in 2017, I just invited people to just, 
send me their stories or different questions that they had and I just responded with artwork and that idea it didn't just like come out like it came from like just years of trying to connect and then just finally realizing one day like oh wait a second it's people other people's stories that inspired me because I Mm. get in my head so much and it's really hard for me to see my story as something worth telling um I think a lot of creatives I, I admire artists who are able to like take their stories and write and for me I I just couldn't do it it was very hard for me so once I kind of realized like it's it's those moments where I see myself reflected in others that that's what inspires me to create so um the title actually came from one of the very early poems that I wrote for someone in an Instagram DM and this is in a time where like nowadays most of the time when I send someone art usually all that I send someone poetry I always almost always send art as well Hmm. and this particular time I was just I I don't remember where I was but I was somewhere on the go like I wasn't at home I, I just had my phone in my hand and I had opened up my Instagram DMs and I actually had accidentally clicked on a message because I was like, oh, no, like I wasn't even trying to write right now. Um, and it just ended up being this like heartfelt story. This girl, uh, what she was going through, it was it was really complex. And I just remember standing there reading her words and just thinking, I'm like, gosh, I don't have anything to say. I'm like, Mm. I just don't know what could possibly like resonate with her. And, and just, you know, dealing with the whole, like, you know, I've never been where she's been, like what she's going through. It's beyond me. And I just don't know what to say. So as I just started to kind of write just, you know, in real time, just kind of going line by line, I, I don't remember what the first part said, but it was, it was probably like really generic. Um, and then I just kind of got down to the end and I was like, gosh, well, how do I even end this? I was like, I just hope that one day she looks back and sees that all along she was blooming. And then I just sent it off. Mm. And I think if I remember correctly, I think what I did was I took a screenshot of like the poem because I, I take screen because Instagram it's not it's not a good way of like keeping track of conversations right. <laughs> which I've learned in doing this for years it is just I'm like come on just give us a search let me search a message yeah, please yeah. can't do that so I screenshot them all or tried to at least so I screen I took a screenshot and a few weeks later I was I, I kind of got back to that line again I was like oh I was like that's not terrible you know, you kind of like look back at things yeah. <laughs> weeks, I mean, months we may later. Have something like, there. Yeah, I'm like that. That last part wasn't wasn't terrible. I was like, I think I'll make art from that piece. So I did, and it became one of my most popular pieces mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that was just being shared quite a bit. And you know, now having done this for three years, um, like which is a, isn't a very long time, but you know, in Instagram years, it That's feels like lot. forever. Yeah, you're a veteran. <laughs> um, having done this for you know, that amount of time, like the way that I can kind of sort of gauge which pieces of minds may be resonating more with someone is when my pieces start getting like attributed to someone else. Like they, like another, someone will put another author's name on it. Gotcha. And I'm like, Oh, they didn't say that. I said that, but I'm like, <laughs> that's really cool though. That yeah. you thought they said that. Yes. 
So this was like the first time that happened. And I was like, whoa, okay, maybe there's something here. So I started sharing that more and just that concept of blooming. And I've never been one to really like stop and look at the flowers. Like that's just never, mm. I, I was more of a, and, and still am, I'm more of like a bigger landscape, like mountains, ocean, canyons. Like my favorite place on earth is the Grand Canyon. Like I'm like, I want to see the whole thing. I want to mm. see it all laid out. And I never really looked closely at flowers. And as that piece started to become shared more and more, it just really forced me to look closer at flowers. And actually just yesterday, I was like doing this. This is like the first time I've shared this with anyone. Let's go. But just yesterday, I was doing this weird thing. So I had a, a poetry reading um, last weekend and uh, I was given these gorgeous flowers. Like I had never seen these. I, it was like roses that were just like, I was like, are these dyed this way? Like, do they grow this way? Just really like interesting looking flowers and as they begin to die i was like oh i need to commemorate them in some way i'm like i don't want to just throw them out like i got pictures but it just didn't feel like enough hmm. so what i did was i actually set up my tripod and i actually um pull the flowers into the camera like my iphone camera as close as possible and when i did that and i just started like twirling the flowers in front of the in front of the um, phone and I have it like I think it was around like 2 p.m. and like the sun was just like just at the right place on like the side of my house where it was like kind of filtering in through the window and as I started to like twist these flowers just like like I'm sure like zoomed out I I looked like it's like oh wow she's you know air quotes <laughs> making art um <laughs> and it's like and as I started twisting these flowers um, I started to see like in the video, like just the way that the, the petals kind of fall into each other, yep. they kind of look like mountain and valley landscapes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I started to like take pictures like of the video and like now I'm going to make art on top of those. So anyway, I say all that to say that I, I used, I decided that I was like, yes, this book needs to kind of have this floral imagery because I know that I'm not the only person out there who wants to see the whole thing. Um, and for me, the flower on the front is just symbolic of like, you don't get to see the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. You get to see this right now and trust that it's going to grow in the way that it's meant to. So, so yeah, that's kind of where it began. And then as I started writing the pieces for the book, um, I was just very, I was, I was super pregnant during the process and way more emotional than I normally am. And I was just like, I don't even know how to even begin selecting the poems for this book. So essentially what I did was I went to my Google Docs archive, which I, I don't know why I get really organized. Like I'm not organized in life, but for some reason when it comes to like where it matters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm really organized. So I had poems like categorized and organized from all the way back to, you know, when I started doing this three years ago. And I started to see that there are so many times in my drafts where I would like press enter and then make space and I would not share like the second part. Like I would keep writing, mm. but I wouldn't always share that with a person because I was like, you know, this is a bit more nuanced. Like I don't really know their story. It relates to me, but I'm not sure if it relates to them. Um, because I have, I have actually received not often, but 
they were enough to stand out to me. I've received a few messages before where like, I was just like in creative flow and I was just writing to this person and they respond and they're like, Hey, that's not really what I, what I was submitting <laughs> about. Um, cool. But that's not, I was like, Oh, I'm very sorry. Like I wasn't trying to project anything onto you. That's that right. was just me just kind of going in. So yeah, I, I started from those moments and from those moments I started to just like, kind of like, I'm like, you know, I'm going to just keep this. I don't know what it's for. So most of what's in the book is that Love it. it's it's like the part two it's like the second mm. half that you know might just be a, a little bit longer mm-hmm. you know for like an instagram format or something so yeah mm-hmm. it's I don't know how it came to be. well you know this chat about blooming and flowers i mean it's we've mm. we've been told to consider the lilies have we not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh the benediction here at the podcast is always pause by the orchid listen to the bluebirds yeah. sing and be loved. Yes, yes. So I'm, uh, I'm with you. I'm like high-fiving the universe with you. Yes. Um, so th- was it all new art, or did you pull some art from, uh, you know, some of your past posts, or did you kind of get down yes, and do some new it's, stuff? Yes, um, it's all new art. Right on. It's all new art, and um, it's really strange because it's like, it doesn't feel new anymore because <laughs> I've just like worked uh, on the book for so long. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm trying right now, right now I'm actively trying to like see the art in this book with like new eyes and, Mm. and to appreciate it because, you know, just like, like I was sharing, like, I didn't know like, um, that I was going to be pregnant when I was working on this book and it, it definitely changes a lot of things. And I, I'm the kind of person who can oftentimes like kind of separate myself from my emotions but during that season it was just I wasn't really able to and and yeah so a lot of the art came from yeah it was a bit of a struggle because Mm. I was like there's times where I was like I just want to rest but I'm like I'm like hey I got a book deadline I got to make art so I really just kind of like went back to the basics of like you know what colors speak to me what things speak to me and I think that actually the second to the last piece in the book um there's like a little person with a hat on that's just like looking at the mountains and that's me. Mm. (laughs) So I literally just used a lot of things that I'm like, you know what? I don't know how to create this masterpiece of a book. So I'm just going to get really close (laughs) and literally look at what colors I'm wearing, what colors are in my house. Um, what landscapes do I see or that I would like to see? Um, it's like, oh, where would I like to be instead of sitting at my desk? Oh, I'd like to be in a garden. Let me just paint that garden. Yeah. So it, it became very practical. So in the end, I was very grateful for that because I kind of got to a point and I try to be this way with all of my art. And I kind of got to a point because I'm, I'm not a professionally trained artist and there have been people no who said, yeah, yeah, no one is. And there, there's been like, oh, like, it's too colorful. It's too this, it's too that. But I try to get to a point where I'm like, you know what? I want this piece where if 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 everyone, everyone I ever met says, Morgan, this is just not good. We don't like it. And that I can say, well, I guess that piece was for me then. There you go. Because I needed to see that in that way at that time. So that's how I feel about everything in the book, honestly. It's like, you know, if if someone reads it and says, like, hmm, this isn't for me, it's like, well, it's 
it's possible that it's for your next door neighbor or your sister or the person who wrote it. And I've started to even look that way at other things that I observe and see that other artists make and other writers write. It's like, yeah, everything's not going to speak to all of us at the same time. But it is really cool that the person who put that on paper, that put that on canvas, it's like they needed it. And the fact that they felt permission to share that, I think that's really cool. So well said. I try to try well to keep said. that. <laughs> Ladies you. and gentlemen, you can hear the uh, detachment from the ego in Morgan's mm. tone this morning. Um, so well said. Um, <laughs> Thank you. The, the true self needs no validation. Yeah, That's, and it's such a practice. Like yeah. I'm, I'm now that I feel like I'm getting there with my artwork. I'm like, I've got to really evaluate this in every aspect of my life. Yeah. You know, yeah. it yeah. doesn't come as naturally when I'm, you know in other spaces sometimes, but I'm like, yeah, it's, it is definitely, it's a practice for sure. Yep. Yep. Um, back to this nature dialogue. I, I, the, the way you weave the stars, the rivers, the moon, the sun, the cosmos throughout your writing. Um, what, where do you identify on the Enneagram? I forgot. Yeah, I am a five and I kind of swing over with my four wings. A lot of four. Dancing yeah. in the four. I hear you. We meet, I'd say I'm three, four. So that makes oh, sense. Nice. Yeah, um, yeah. So um, do you have like any rituals or practices um, that kind of keep you in tune with earth? I think that's maybe the best way I can ask that question. Um, yes. Yeah. And, and like, have, have they changed with motherhood? Like I would assume mm. there's been a little, it's different, but it's actually just a different angle. It's not, it's not necessarily that the Absolutely. context is changing. Um, talk to me about kind of just your rituals or mm-hmm. practices of really staying in tune with so much of the electricity that's available to us to plug into. Yes, absolutely. So prior to motherhood, um, you know, over the time I'm 29 and over the past, uh, 10 years, I've gotten to travel and see some amazing places. Um, And so I would say that my first like sort of wake up call to nature was, you know, pretty Instagram worthy, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, Like it was because I toured as a musician for years. So like driving around the US, like seeing like Mount Shasta, Northern California at sunrise, like seeing all the just a beautiful just breathtaking views in in Oregon and the Pacific Northwest and getting every time we got anywhere close to Arizona I would all if we had a day off I'm like we're going to Grand Canyon I'm going to Grand Canyon who's with me like I'm like I don't care if I get five minutes there I'm going so I've been to been to the Grand Canyon multiple times um I've been to beaches all over like it's and and then even when I was in college, like I backpacked through Europe and like I saw a whole lot there, um, took like a, a ferry throughout like the middle of the night from southern Greece to southern southern Italy and like got to see this beautiful sea mm. at night and these mountains. And even like the leading up to my to before I got pregnant, like that's earlier that year, that year alone, like I had been to Jerusalem, I had been to um 
like I've been um, hiking in some different canyons in Arizona. So I just, yeah, <laughs> I was wow. just like, and I'm, and I'm grateful. And my husband is Hawaiian and we've been to Hawaii several times and we just have like a really, really just, I mean, I can go on and on about our experiences there. So I say all that to say, like, I've been, I've been very fortunate to have done lots of traveling and, you know, even though I grew up, you know, under like the shade of like these Georgia trees that I felt like all kind of looked like mm-hmm. <laughs> as a kid. Um, after co- into college and after college, I really kind of got to get you know mm-hmm. literally above the tree lines and kind of see more things. Um, You've been taking notes. But, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I I literally. Yeah, I, I love I love it, and I feel like I, I woke up a lot to just how beautiful the world is. And now that you know I'm a mom now, you know I'm not I'm not traveling mm-hmm. like I used to. Like I think the like so far this year I've taken one trip. I went to go speak, and then I actually did I actually did have time to go look at a, a museum for like five minutes, and then I got back on the flight, went back home <laughs> to get back to the baby because he was with my parents. So yeah, it's not it doesn't look the same. However, the other side of it is just that like my son like many kids if not all kids is just filled with wonder and he watches trees he looks at a tree leaves blowing on the tree in the way that i look at the mediterranean sea and it's just i'm like oh it's all there kind of like i was saying about the flower it's like if you get close enough to that flower like there's some complexity there um, so yeah, I'm like, I guess for a long time, I was just so passionate about zooming out and there's so all these places on the map that I want to go and hopefully we will go. And also in the meantime, you know, sitting what's here, here with, what's right now, yeah, what's next exactly. To you? And yeah. I'm seeing it in a totally different way. Like I've made it a part of like my daily practice. Now there's like a tree outside my window. I mean, it's a pretty standard basic tree like there's nothing extra about it like i actually live in california and i'm like i think this is like the most basic of them all like california has some beautiful trees it's it's not a palm tree it's just an evergreen i don't even i don't know what kind of tree it is um but i look at it every day and i'm like you know these these leaves are different they are slightly different than they were yesterday even look at the way that the light pours in at 2 p.m then look at the way it pours in at 11 a.m like it's it's just really interesting. And um, I started to do that. I feel like just out of necessity, you know, just being at home more yeah. and sitting yeah. out the house. It's just like, how can you make this interesting? Yeah. But then it's like, oh, no, there's there's really there is wonder and beauty in this, too. And it's no less than the greater landscape. So, right. yeah, it's all singing. Mm-hmm. It's just our frequency mm-hmm. that has to be dialed in. Um, -hmm. I love when St. Francis talks about brother, son, and sister moon, just this, Mm -hmm. this kinship, this actually like relationship, um, that our dust is the same as the stars. Um, Mm -hmm. I think when you allow that type of availability in the universe to, to, to allow a a random tree outside of your kitchen window to not just be an object, but you allow that subject Mm -hmm. to subject knowing, um, Mm -hmm. That's when the great mirroring happens. Yes. And next thing you know, you're staring at a painting and a poem, and it all makes sense. <laughs> yes. Um, 
So yes. I, I have been there. Um, all right. Well, then let's chat through this book. It, you break it down into four parts. Um, for the heart, for the mind, for the body, for the soul. And uh, what I thought we could do is I would just speak a line that spoke to me in each one of these parts. And then, and then hear your wonderful, whimsical outtakes. How's that sound? <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll, I'll pitch your own sentence to you, and we'll let you hit it out of the park for however you'd like to respond. Um, Sounds great. So, uh, for the heart, this was my favorite. And again, pardon me, I'm probably going to have a lot of nature in these, maybe not, but mm. the nature spoke. Um, this line here, your story is a sea, weighted with mystery. Talk to me about mystery in Morgan's life and what it's taught you or what it's teaching mm -hmm. you. Yeah. So for me, I do a lot of like word association, just not even just creatively, just as a, just as a, you know, just as I don't know, just how, how my brain works. I'm mm -hmm. always looking for like what, what word connects to this, what word connects to that. Um, and I do a lot of that before I try to figure out the bigger picture. And for me, just like even saying, and this probably comes a little bit from music too, but just like hearing like the sound of words. I'm like, just what word comes up next for me? So with mystery, um, the word see comes up a lot for me. Mm -hmm. And I start, as I started thinking about that, I was like, interestingly enough, you know, the two or three times in my life where I've been on a sea, I've just been overwhelmed by the mystery of it. Um, I'm actually kind of writing a little bit about this in my, my new book of just like writing about, um, you know, the sea can be a complicated place. You know, it's like, oh, we can look at it. It's like, oh, the deep blue. It's so beautiful. Um, but from like, from I can go on and on about this, but from, metaphors. from like an environmental standpoint, a historical yeah. standpoint, yeah. like there, it goes on and on and on and on and on. And I actually remember, I, I can't even remember the name of the sea, but specifically that sea um, between Southern Greece and Italy, I, I forget what you actually call that sea, but um, that particular sea, it was the first time I'd been like on a sea and I was there at night. And actually, if you see in my book, there's several times where I've painted like this sort of starry night with mm -hmm. like these black mountains. Yeah. And it, it started on that night. I'd never mm. seen that before to that night. And, um, yeah, I was just overwhelmed by the mystery and it wasn't at first a positive feeling, you know, um, it was sort of like how much dark history has traveled on these seas, mm -hmm. how much, like what burdens are here. It's just feeling that like, gosh, like there've been a few other times where I've just been in places like, you know, historical places. I'm like, man, like you need to stop and think about the weight yeah. of yeah. everything that's happened yeah. and interestingly enough it's like while i'm feeling all that i am seeing these mountains just like climb up around me this full moon these stars like there's the the moon is reflected on this sea light is reflected on this sea so that's sort of what i hold on to a lot of times i'm just like well, there is light reflected in the mystery. And yes, it's overwhelming. And I find myself like, like I'll literally like just sit, if I get like, like just stuck on something, I'm just like, okay, let me think about this historically. 
let me think about this theologically. And I just like go through all the, and I'm like, man, I can't get to the bottom of it. I can't yeah. find the answer. And it's yeah. just like, that's not what it's about though. It's yeah, not, you what don't it's want about. the bottom actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, if I actually knew what was down there, I wouldn't want to go. So yeah, just learning to be okay with that. Cause I, I think in, and I know we alluded to the Enneagram a little bit and finding out about the Enneagram helped me a lot because it was just like, oh yeah, like I do sort of like really identify with knowing things mm-hmm. and knowledge. Like I put a lot into that. So I feel like I'm becoming more aware of it. And, and, you know, when I'm in seasons now of my life, whether it's in personal or just things that I see happening, you know, on a global scale where I'm just like, I just want to get down to the bottom of it. I just like, it sounds so simple, but it's true. I, I really do try to look for the light. Like yeah. I really, uh, there's like the, um, like the Mr. Mr. Rogers quote where he says, um, I'm paraphrasing, but he was paraphrasing his mom who said <laughs> the thing about like, you're um, like, you know, whenever you see, you know, some, things going wrong in the world, look right. around for people helping. There will always be people helping. Yeah. And I love that because it's, it's true. And it's something you would tell to a child, but it's also true. So, so yeah, Yeah. I think that's a little bit of what that means to me. Probably one of my most clarifying moments of last year was in a room with father Richard Rohr and he, (sighs) he called it, he called a timeout and he said, Hey guys, uh, while we're talking about this word mystery, you got to understand that mystery is not the ability to not know things mystery in its most beautiful sense is infinite knowability. And I was like, Oh, that's it. There we go. Um, and like when you, when you get that, like it's like some people, I think some people feel threatened when like you and I are sitting here talking about mystery and they're like, no, we demand the facts Mm -hmm. and the truth Mm -hmm. and like really rah, rah, you know, get the chariots and all fired up. But like, Mm -hmm. no, like, there's infinite yeah. knowability here. Yes. Um, there's yes. there's where let's just think of life as turning the page, right? Mm-hmm. And like if yes. you got to the last page, then what are you gonna do? You'd be a little mm-hmm. bit bored. Um, it's mm-hmm. like getting to the bottom. Oh. You actually want to keep keep going. So I don't know. I share that with you. That was a moment. Oh, for me. I'm so grateful. Yeah. I'm so grateful. That is. Yeah, I needed that. <laughs> wow. Infinite knowability. I'm just going to have to sit with that for a little I bit. I know. Thank you. Right. We, all, we all did too. So. Yes. Um, all right. For the mind, um, the sentence that really grabbed me was this. You said, while we are trying to make sense of things, may we learn to make peace with things. Um, hold my hand on this idea of peace becoming greater than our logic, than, mm-hmm. than our certitudes, than our knowing. Um, yeah. 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 I think of all of the, you know, of I, you know, I, I grew up as a preacher's kid and I grew up hearing a lot of, a lot of Bible verses and peace beyond understanding always stood out to me. Yeah. Um, because I didn't, because I didn't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, like, am I reading that correctly? Understood. Am I'm I like, reading that There's right? a definition in the dictionary. I mean, <laughs> doesn't that give us some insight on how to understand it? Yeah. Um, and I just didn't really under, understand it. And I'm understanding it more 
and more now um, just how much the need to understand is is something I hold on to so much to try to keep myself safe Mm. and to try to like control like yes control and you know I'm thinking of situations where you know when things just go terribly wrong you know I my first reaction is like well let's figure out how it went wrong so we can find out (laughs) how that won't happen to me or how that won't happen again and just realizing like, like one image that comes to mind, um, even though this isn't the image that I painted for that one in the book, uh, just one image that comes to mind. It's just like how, you know, the word beyond when I hear beyond, I immediately think of like hills and mountains and was lying on the other side of the mountain. And I oftentimes do that when I see hills and mountains, I'm like, Oh, what's on the other side? What's on the other side? What's on the other side? And what I found, though, is just that, like, even just looking in that direction, just looking in the direction of the mountains and the hills, it's just like that right there is greater than me and beyond my understanding. And I'm able to see that as, you know, aesthetically beautiful. So I guess for me, like my life's mission in a way, is just like trying to see that peace is beautiful. And this is also true, like it is beyond me. <laughs> like yeah. it, it like it only exists beyond me and I'm, and it's, it's within me and it says, but like, I, I can't even experience that until I realize that it's greater than me. I don't know if that makes any sense. Totally. Um, still, I'm still writing poems to figure that out. Um, but yeah, those are anything you see in that book about understanding and, and, and making sense of things like that was one where I was starting to write for myself for sure. Cause yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, that's definitely something that I, I have to kind of look at on a daily basis. Totally. Yeah. If you asked peace about her algorithm, she'd be like algorithm. <laughs> yes. hey, you, you need an Excel spreadsheet to understand <sighs> me. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. It doesn't yes. work like that. Um, yes. beautiful, uh, for the body, um, you said not everyone's strength looks the same. Um, mm-hmm. that's just beautiful. Um, talk mm-hmm. to me, talk, talk to me about that as an invitation maybe for our listeners. Yes. Um, I think for me, like one, one word that just comes to mind, just hearing that it's just, um, reflection and just thinking about is an also connection and how we as human beings, like we need each other. And the other side of that is like, you know, we're constantly seeing each other and we're, and we're looking for ourselves in one another. Um, and then when we come up on things that are different from one another, yep. <laughs> different things come up, yep. you know, it's like, Oh, I'm better than that. Or, <laughs> Or, oh, they did that. Or it's the other side, which I kind of lean into this a lot of just like, oh, I'm not as good as them or they're more qualified than me. And and just realizing that, say, yes, we are all connected. And yes, we all are are together in this world, in this life. However, it's just as our, our physical bodies look different and there's no better or worse body in that sense. It's like, that's true for what's inside as well. And that's really hard. I don't think that's something even I have figured out, um, but it's something that I, I like to think about and I try to write about 
And I wish I had more to say on that one. <laughs> Strength comes in a lot of colors. Yes. Some of which we've never been told about, most likely. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, it's a good word. Um, and guess what? You, you Therefore, you boast all the more gladly in your weakness to find that strength, mm-hmm. you know? Yes, absolutely. Um, and then for the soul... I love this. This is the perfect. This is the perfect outro uh, for our conversation. You wrote, and the thing about blooming is nothing about the process is easy. Um, mm. As a mom, as a wife, as a friend, as a musician, as a poet, as a painter, um, how would you invite maybe someone today who's in that season of challenge, strife, difficulty? Um, how would you give them that gentle reminder that uh, they very well may be on the right path if it's not mm-hmm. so easy at the moment? Yes. For me, one thing that comes to mind is pay, like practice paying attention to the moments where you do feel peace and try to go deeper into those moments. And because it's, it's, you know, we're all faced with struggles throughout the day and things that we have to maybe work through or even like resist or fight against. And, and there's so much going on. And I just think that, you know, something that I'm noticing in my life, is like, you know, I'm like, it brought me a sense of peace and it brought me a sense of joy and it brought me back into the present moment to watch my son like, just completely wake up when the leaves started blowing on the tree beside the house and just like look up at them and just stare at them. And I was like, yeah, I need more of that. So how can I go deeper into that? Are there other trees? Oh, yep, there actually are. (laughs) There are lots more of them (laughs) that I just kind of brush off as like, oh, the trees. Um, Like, is is there more room for childlike wonder? Oh, yes, there is. Like, let's get some crayons, let's get some color pencils. So yeah, it's like, you know, kind of like I shared with, you know, getting the travel and do all of those things. Like, I, I think I kind of always just saw, saw the beautiful things in life as being elsewhere. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, if I'm in this city, or if I'm in this place, I'm really going to be present. And I am when I'm in a new place. Like, when I when I was speaking, and I mentioned uh, earlier this week, I was in Philadelphia. And I'd never been to Philadelphia and didn't know that like Philly is like filled with like beautiful uh, museums and interesting bookshops. And they're the mural capital of the country with like murals everywhere. And I was just like, this city is amazing. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I live for this. Like, I'm, I'm just like that. Like, you could literally put me anywhere, like in the middle of nowhere, Montana. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, look at this place, the vastness, <laughs> the beauty. Oh. But here I live in a beautiful place. I live in California. I mean, it's really beautiful here. And yeah. I just like, I don't go deeper. I don't yeah. listen. And I'm not present like I could be. So, yeah, I think just finding ways to be more present, especially in the, I mean, being present can be very challenging, you know, when you're, you're faced with difficult situations or you're tired or, you know, all of that, but maybe start with the things you enjoy, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, if it's that sweet spot of the day, that 7am to 715, where it's just like, for those 15 minutes, the house is just quiet and yeah. you have it to yourself, like, 
how can you go deeper there? And I like to think of, you know, I, a few years ago, I felt like I heard, there's only been a few moments in my life where I felt like I heard like an audible voice, Mm. like speak to me. And I really believe like I heard God say to me when I decided to sort of like go down this weird journey of like writing poetry that asks these questions and things. And I felt like I heard God say to me, like, go deeper and I will meet you there. Mm. And there's like a beautiful uh, roomy line that I'm about to really jack up. Um, we all do. We all do. <laughs> that talks about like, oh, I can't remember. I shouldn't have even mentioned it. But it's something <laughs> about like, go out into the fields. Like, and that's where I, there's, and I'll meet oh, you there. You lay down yeah, in the field, yeah, is, uh, yeah. out past where there's right doing and yes. wrongdoing. There's a field. <laughs> yes. yes. And I'll meet yes. you there. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, just where's that field? Where's that place where you can slow down and be present? And how can you go deeper there? Yeah. I love Jack Cornfield. He he wrote that book after the ecstasy, the laundry. (laughs) It's just it's like yeah, it's just like hey, don't don't forget to get it when you're washing the dishes. Yes. Like don't forget to get it when you're walking down the stairs. Don't. The the more the more you think it's around the next corner, the more you're missing it right here. Oh, thank you for that. Let's yes. go. Let's just let's oh. do this every Friday. Yes. I'm in. Great way to end the Morgan Harper Nichols <laughs> hour. Um, so for our listeners here uh, that want to follow you and your work and pick up a copy of this latest book, all along you were blooming. Where would you send them? Yeah. So. Um, Barnes and Noble has a few I've heard. Um, Amazon has a few. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really surreal. Um, yeah, it's called all along your blooming sold where books are sold. And yeah, it's my name's Morgan Harper Nichols and it's a hardback book of poetry that you can flip through and read or share with a friend. And yeah, it's out there. Love it. Well, um, I know our listeners today got a glimpse uh, into just a wonderful soul, and I love how you're navigating your days and um, showing us what it means to be present in our lives, in our relationships, in our vocations, and uh, I'm super grateful to uh, get to know you, and one of these days, we're going we're gonna to meet. I don't know when it's going to yes. happen. Yes. Somehow the wind will blow us wherever. Yes. Maybe maybe the Grand Canyon one day. I don't yes. know. Yes. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, thank you so much for your beautiful work you put in the world. And um, you have a space here anytime you want to come on. So just holler at us. We'd love to have you back. Yes. Well, thank you so much. All thank right, we'll, you. We'll chat soon. All right. Goodbye. Hey, before you go, don't forget to hit subscribe right there on your phone. That's probably where you're listening. Uh, And if you enjoyed this, would you mind leaving us a review? One of the things that we're wanting to do is get this information out to as many people as we can. And we are finding that uh, when people leave good, true, and beautiful reviews, uh, that helps us get this information out more and more to people all across the world. I do not take it lightly uh, that you invite me to ride shotgun with you in your car, Uh, You allow these conversations to be a part of your jogs. You allow these conversations to be a part of the communities and families and businesses that you've been entrusted. Uh, I do not take that lightly at all, and I am thrilled uh, that you have joined us here at this table, at this conversation. There's always a seat left. 
there's always room for more. Uh, and we are just so grateful for you guys joining us here at Good, True, and Beautiful. And as you approach this week, may you pause by the orchid, listen to the bluebirds sing, and be love.